Good evening. <laughs> Welcome to episode seven of Midlife Pilot Podcast. Uh, my name is Chris Moran, also known as the Midlife Pilot on uh, YouTube. And to my left on your screen, is that correct, is Brian Siskin, co-host of the Midlife Pilot Podcast, private hey, pilot so, from the Nashville area. Hello, sir. Hey, how's it going? Hey, first of all, I noticed you got a reel-to-reel behind you, so I feel like we've got a little bit. We might as well just do a music podcast at some point. But I was going to say, episode seven, this is awesome. We made it. Right. And I think we've hit a little bit of a rhythm and we'll just keep slow grinding this thing. It's working out nice. For sure. For sure. And I hope everyone had a good, uh, we took a little time off there over the Christmas, New Year's, but I hope it was good for everyone. We got some traveling in. It was uh, good to see family, lots of COVID rapid tests before housing with two other households, but it was good and we got to get away. Did you uh, have any adventures? You've been flying a lot, I know. Actually, I flew up and the last time I'd flown until today was December 22nd. So for me, taking two weeks off is pretty crazy. The weather here has been awful. As far as the holidays, it was all good. Went back home to North Carolina and saw family and just all those kinds of things and saw some old friends and came back and wished the whole time that I owned an airplane so that I could just fly there and fly back. For sure. I even tried to rent a plane, actually. I inquired about it and I just had, I didn't have the knowledge or understanding that, you know, I understand it, but they don't want to rent planes to low hour pilots, do they? Not all of them. 250 hours is what they were saying. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's rough. I should have just told them I had 250 hours. No, but it's it's one of those things. You can't win them all. Can't win them all, Chris. I You've got that. what? Two planes? Five planes? I don't. I own one. It's leased to a thing, but it's in a flying club. So we're. <laughs> I'm in the same kind of boat. Like it's still spendy to travel. Anyway, it's very I was, good. I was just going to say, by the way, I'm really glad I'm a renter right now. There's a big winter storm coming in tonight, and I keep thinking about how paranoid and freaked out I would be because I wouldn't be able to afford a hangar here for sure. <laughs> so I know it'd be sitting out there somewhere. I had to take my rental plane and stick it out there tonight. And I was just like, this is brutal. I, I was like, you're just, we're just sacrificing this thing. Yeah. That, uh, anyway. that is rough. Well, glad everyone's here. And we see you in the chat room if you're uh, here with us tonight. So again, for those of you listening on, on your favorite podcast service, we record these every other Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And a big part of our podcast, if you're listening for the first time, is interacting with folks who are joining us live on the YouTube uh, live event of the recording. If you're in there with us tonight, be sure to uh, chat with us here in the chat. We'll be getting a lot of these comments going throughout the night. We'll interact with you. But this podcast is about flying later in life, learning to fly later in life, being a pilot in the middle of your life. And this is episode seven. And tonight... A topic near and dear to my heart, personally, is some of the best aviation YouTube channels. And there are a lot. It's like anything else, really, though. That's the amazing thing about YouTube and the internet as a whole. You can find, if you're passionate about a topic, there is content for you, more content for you than you can consume. And flying is no different. There are thousands of aviation YouTubers, big and small. And we're going to hit on a few of our favorites, and we'd love to hear, as we get going later on in the show, some of your favorite aviation YouTubers as well. We were going to show some clips, I think, as we get going and kind of just talk about And we haven't about talked it. about this ahead of time, so I don't really know. I can guess a few that we'll have in common for sure, but we might have some wild cards for each other. So that might be a, a nice surprise, and obviously we want to hear from other people as well as if, if we don't cover something that's a, a must-watch or a must-see for some reason, we want to know about it. But I think it's a critical, it's not just about entertainment or anything, right? It's the way that you actually assimilate to even the notion of beginning to fly a plane or train or anything it's and that's the first thing you do right is you you go and you start looking around and so you do that kind of blindly right at first and but then you start to find people that are offering content and uh, an approach and you start to see that people have different ways of doing it obviously i'm here because i liked your channel chris and so we're just gonna go ahead and say that's everybody's favorite <laughs> channel but uh, but uh, <laughs> like and subscribe smash that like. yeah man because it's i felt like i identified with like our conversation before we started just about the early stages of training and how unnerving some of that can be and and i think that's unique to what we've talked about in the past like having a frontal lobe being a fully formed adult having responsibilities having a, a sense of consequences and perhaps some risk aversion, albeit maybe diminishing for you over time. But but yeah, it's something that drew me to to your channel right away is because I felt 
this guy is like me. He's interested in some of the same things that I am. He's approaching it, I think, the same way that I would. He's feeling the same way I think that I would. And then I get into it and it's a blueprint. He's, yep. So it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of really interesting benefits to uh, different types of channels and different types of content, but maybe we'll get into it and start listing some of these out. But yours is the goat and we'll just leave it at that. We can shut it down now. It's podcast there. Over. I agree with the sentiment. The video was a huge part for me early on. It still is, but I couldn't consume enough content. I had a handful of people that I watched religiously before I even started training and then certainly through through my training. It actually spurred me into wanting to... I hadn't seen one really that... I saw one guy who had tried to do a complete start-to-finish training series. Mm. And I, that's what I thought was going to be the most interesting for me was like having from the very first lesson to the very end, every step of the way... But your taste will change over time. Like the desire yeah. for the content you want to watch changes. Like I don't watch as much like I was doing leading up to check ride time of how to nail your your steep turns or mm-hmm. your turns around a point or like tricks to like nail that soft field landing. Like I, I'm not I'm not watching as much for that anymore. Like I like to see new planes. I like to see challenging. I'm watching a lot of instrument flying these days. As I get ready to dive into that. So. I think your your desire for content changes, like you say, with whatever stage of whatever stage of flight you're in, stage of flight, stage of your flying career. But there's all kind of options out there for sure. I had a guy actually that I watched. I don't have his channel pulled up. He hasn't been making videos for years now. I'm even trying to remember his name. He flew a warrior. Okay. Okay. Hold on a second. Is this one of your is this one of your randos, do you think? Yes. I won't yes. spoil it. I won't spoil it then if it's one of your rando guys. It's, well, it's it's a it's not rando if it's common, hold but on, I, hold on, hold on. I feel don't, like don't it's tell me it's, who it is. Hold on. Okay. Let me do a thing here. All Quick, right. Brian, fill time. All right. I could hum the Jeopardy melody. But no, the the guy that you're looking up, it's crazy how informative and tricked out a lot of his videos are or were, especially for the time. And it's goofy that we're talking about, say, 2015 as the, the back in the day. But in terms of putting a lot of things together, complex different elements for video and presenting it in such a, a way, he did an amazing job back then. There was only a few guys, I think, that were really putting it together back uh, in 2014, 2015, where you can actually still go watch it now and it doesn't seem like it's from the 90s. You know, so I was watching, it was a guy, his channel was called Friendly Skies yeah. Film. Is that him? Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. I tried to reach out to him too via email after I got my certificate. Couldn't find him. He's a software engineer, I believe. But I just thought he, Friendly Skies Film is the channel. If you want to go see some of his stuff, he has, like I said, he hadn't posted for four or five years now. He flew up a beat up warrior. Let's see if I can show this on screen. Yeah, this will be the, yeah, yep. This is the guy, right? So he flies this warrior around. Yeah, and he just often flies, I think, with colleagues, like uh, other engineers or people that he's around in some sort of an educational institution. I don't really know a lot about him or his background, but but yeah, he always had really tricked out diagrams and like he's got, yeah, like the animation with like spinning. And it's not, that's not a prefab. I bought this on a whatever website. Like he's made all these graphics and all that. I really like, I like that plane. But anyway, but that guy's videos, I thought were just, it's a shame too. Like when you see, it's, did he die? What happened? I don't know what happened to him. I tried to find him. I tried to find him. I could not find him. It's alarming when you see somebody um, going that hard, making that many videos and doing so well with it and getting such an audience and then just turning the faucet off and walking away with no explanation. Yeah. <laughs> I guess fun. life, I guess life just gets in the way sometimes. Kevin Schwartz said I, he watched his videos as well. Wish he'd make more. I sent mm-hmm. him an email to ask him what he was doing and just see, to just see what he'd been up to. But I haven't, I haven't been able to make contact with him, but he had a way of, one of the things we can, I'm sure will come up more than once is I think that one of the challenges for anything in the aviation YouTube world is you've got a disclaimer. Everybody's got a disclaimer. I'm not an instructor. Do not sue me because you, I, you're doing something that I said. At the same time, I think there's a lot of people that have YouTube channels that natively just sound more instructory in a way that's maybe not my favorite thing, whereas other people can be just as helpful with information and synthesizing concepts and explaining things but in a way that's maybe more by example or just in a way that doesn't feel instructory. And I think that's really the sweet spot for me is when people can, and I'm sure we'll get into like flight chops, for instance, but 
people he's particularly sensitive to even his own tonality when he's co-piloting with somebody else you'll see him say he'll put broad notes on the screen of here i am being you know instructory again or i appreciate that he's sensitive to that but the friendly skies friendly skies film guy nicholas is that his name yeah Um, Nick, nick krasinski uh, yeah, he yeah. had a he had a really good way of being educational and giving concepts and ideas, but it never felt like posturing or it never seemed like he was being instructory. And I always liked that about his stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty I watched a lot of his videos uh, right as I was starting. So it's, he sticks in yeah. my mind as one of the one of the big influencers for me. Yeah, he wasn't a big name. So that's appealing to me, too, because I fall into that. I've ended up falling into that category. I mean, like normal guy has a career just <laughs> screwing around, flying airplanes on the side and making videos about it. So I, I make your, make that your tagline screwing around on the side. That's a yeah, good I mean, idea. Let me write that down. <laughs> all right. So that's a good one. Hit me with, hit me with all your best shots here. Let's get through it. All right. So maybe we'll take turns talking about people. How about that? So I'm going to lead off here. Here's my, the first person I want to mention. I'm slightly biased. I, I freelanced for this guy for about a year, but I was digging his content before I ever made contact with him. And then I got to meet him at Oshkosh this year, which was pretty awesome. There's a guy up in Homer, Alaska named Chris Palmer, who has a channel called Angle of Attack. He's got a flight school there. He's teaching people to fly, but Homer, Alaska, this area of the country is unlike any place else. It is, it's just remarkable. So everywhere you look, everywhere you fly is just, and they go on these crazy adventures. So if, if it's okay, I wanted to show an excerpt of, this is actually the first video that I produced for him. So I'm going to, I'm going to put it in the player here and just play a clip of it. I'm going to turn the music down so we don't get copyright strikes for, so Chris is in the right seat. Yeah, and so that's his so they're going today to land on this. Yeah. They're landing on an ocean floor where the tide has gone out, and they're going to go clamming. Jeez, they're but not worried about at power this. lines. Yeah, exactly. So they land on this. Look around them, though. Just look around them. So they land on this like low tide ocean floor within their Cessna with giant bush tires. They're one seventy two. So I was also drawn to him because I was looking at every video I could find of a 172. Yep. That surface that they're on just seems, it's crazy that it's hard packed like that. It, feel, it looks like it's like they're just going to fall through it. Yeah, I like his stuff and it def- definitely doesn't hurt that the scenery is always uh, absurd. Yeah, and they go on crazy adventures. There's a lot of flying, though. A lot of his videos are also can be are super instructional too. Like he he, he mm-hmm. posts a ton of content where he's training. He always got students first solos in there and some training videos and stuff. Yeah, I think he's I think he's pretty legit. Pilot in command also says love AOA. The other Chris is great. His name's Chris Palmer, so I guess I appreciate that about yeah. him too. Yeah, and, and shout out to uh, Pilot in command. He passed his check ride. Oh, fantastic. Congratulations. That's great. Yeah. We need to talk about that too. All right, your yeah. turn. Hit me with a hit me with a YouTuber that you like. It doesn't have to be a video. We can just talk no, about I'm, it. Okay, so I'll just I'm going to come from the other side of it and it, I wouldn't say that it's I wouldn't say that it's an aviation YouTube channel with with a pilot that's doing all these things, but it is aviation related, but there's a a cinematographer, videographer by the name of Christina Delp that makes like her kind of blooming sort of speciality is capturing other planes in flight beautifully. And if you go to her channel, you will see the most beautiful footage of airplanes flying that you've ever seen. And so just on the, just on that tip, it's not, I've seen a podcast that featured her where she breaks down like what she does and how she does it and all that stuff. But on her channel, she doesn't even get into that. It's just samples of, Mm like just amazing footage and Christina Delp, we'll put the link in it, but it's Christina with a K and her last name is D E L P. But if you find this stuff, Ooh. it's just, 
it just takes out all the other stuff and it's just the sheer absolute beauty of it in a way that I could drink from that all day. I wish that she had more content, but I just, I wanted to throw a curveball in there because it's not necessarily all about personalities and instructors and that kind of thing. That's awesome. But yeah, like I said, we'll put all these links in the- I should send you the link though so we can play her stuff while we're talking about something else at some point because- Okay, uh, just send it, it over. It's out of control. Christina uh, Delp. All right. How about, yeah. yeah, how do, yeah. How does Christina Delp only have 427 subs? Ask one dull geek. Well, believe me, it's a long road to hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I think I have 450. <laughs> it's a long road to hoe. I think you have to try. And that's a particularly painful thing to do. I, I don't try. I'm not, I've never set out to have a YouTube channel. I just, can't not record this stuff. I have to record it. And, and me being a person that creates, I have to put it together. And if I'm going to put it together, it. I want it to feel good and look good to me or put my music on it or do what it's just yeah. whatever. But I, I'm not a get on, get on camera person. This is about the most on camera business I'll ever do here. Oh, I'm, okay. All right. We have faces for radio and you so still there, for, do it for sure. <laughs> All right. So there's two, um, stinky weasel, one is in the chat and he is on my same wavelength at this moment. He says, I've been on a Ludix kick lately. We're mm. talking about Ludix Aviation. This guy's a flight instructor as well in Florida. He's got a pretty good. Yeah, he's great. What I like about him is he, especially, it was especially nice when I was training in the midst of just learning how to land or all the really frustrating parts of it. Watching his videos, you just kind of have a new perspective on don't forget to have fun while you're doing this. And oh, yes. I, I always appreciated that about his sentiment is just, he just, obviously they have a lot of fun. And then you go back to your grumpy old instructor. No, but <laughs> no, no, we, we all have fun with our instructors, but not to the level that he goes, but it just, it had a way of putting me at ease about the things that I was really stressed out about seeing people get through it. And he has very good information and very good tips and very good ways of talking about it and doing things. Yes, for sure. Yeah. He's great. He He's, he's very amusing. Ludix Aviation on YouTube. You can check him out. He's a little lighter side of aviation. Great instructor, though. I really feel like yeah. uh, he, the students, in, you got to find an instructor that matches with you. It's what we always tell people, right? Someone that you drive with. You can just tell the students that he works with. In fact, one of my subscribers and one of my patrons, I don't know if he's in here tonight, Michael Young actually did a flight with him. And it was on his YouTube channel, on Ludix's YouTube channel. So oh, that really? was cool to see that kind of, yeah, he was in Florida and did a thing with him. It was pretty cool. I should have shown that one tonight. I would definitely, there's a lot of people I would fly with just to fly with. You're always going to pick up something from people. And it's not, I don't know, everybody's got something to offer. And I would imagine that'd be pretty fun. Yep. You're up. Okay. All right. We're doing this back and forth thing. Is that Okay. Oh no, it's fine. I just, well, I, I, just I just work here, dude. I just work I here. I don't want to throw you off your no, throw no, you off good. your rhythm here. Get you out. Okay, of I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw out um, the ones I'm gonna talk about are gonna be left field a little bit. Fine. We'll meet in the middle eventually, but we're obviously gonna talk about the Blanco Lirios and the whatever. But so there's a channel called Private Pilot Guide, and it's got no views. When I say no views, it's still probably got more than my stuff. But I'm just saying. When I first started watching it, I'm talking painfully, like my level of 50 views per video kind of thing. And it's another one of those that just stopped, but I loved it. It's this woman who I believe her name was Rebecca and she was, it was out of Texas somewhere. And it was basically her just documenting her private pilot journey, but it was really well done. And she did really thoughtful voiceovers and reflections after each lesson. And you really just sympathized and empathized with her. She was, uh, you know, she just had such a hard time and was so overwhelmed by it. And she got all the way to, I believe, lesson 15. And then, and then all of them just stopped. And I was like, I went on the comments. I was just sort of, what happened? I've got to see how this concluded. I want her to win. And I think that's one of the cool things too, I think, is when you see people like me struggling through my training or you struggling through your training. There's a, an endearing quality, right, to people just putting it out there about how they're failing or that they don't understand what's going on or they had a terrible time. 
They don't know what's happening. Why can't they figure this out? But anyway, private pilot guide, it went to a point and stopped. So it's not really a finished kind of sequence, but there's probably a good 15 videos there. And in, in that, uh, especially if you're just starting your training, I think it, it would be a great thing to to watch, especially because she's she her personality is not the type that's, um, I don't know, doesn't seem like a person that would want to become a pilot. She seems very mm -hmm. just introverted and I don't know. I'm not sure it's an introvert extrovert thing. I guess it's just, she's just a very quiet, meek kind of nice person. And she wasn't doing it for glamour or for any kind of show. So just, it was very real. I hope that, and she had some pretty cool instructors, but anyway, check that out if you can. It's totally worth it. Very good. I have links to all these in the descriptions. All right. Before I get to my third, I'm going to show, and we're going to talk about, we're going to take a couple from the audience here that aren't on my list, but are also good recommendations. Aaron Green says that I'm sure Mike Patey would be, would interest a lot of aviators. He would for sure. Mike and his brother, Mike's got a, they've got a, a tug company. They make best tugs. They have a crazy stole tricked out airplane, crashed it, build a new one, even bigger and better. Anyway, Mike Patey is definitely an interesting, I don't know if you've ever watched any of his stuff, Brian. He's, he's very interesting. He's into all kinds of things. His tugs, his best tugs, it's the brand name of the tugs that they make are crazy, crazy nice, like luxury tugs, if you will. But he's got his hands in a million different things. He's super interesting. All right, my next one is an interesting one. This guy rose to fame fairly quickly, and his channel has really taken off. The big video that did it for him, he bought an airplane. He bought a Cherokee 6, and if, he made a video where he bought a, cheap, a plane for super cheap and turned it into his dream airplane. So he bought this Cherokee 6, and it was this huge deal. Like, I paid $30,000 or something for his Cherokee 6, but then the reality is he ended up putting, I don't know, $600 million, not really, like a, a fortune into it to make it uh, super nice. But this guy's out in California. His channel is called Flying Monkey. He and his family fly around this Cherokee 6. He's also a, a filmmaker, and so his his skills are great. I'm going to play just a little clip of, uh, of one of his videos videos here oh he's got his stratus mounted to the ceiling yeah so he's got this super nice cherokee six he, he did a great series with another i'm going to give away my one of my upcoming tips he did a great series with uh, <laughs> jason miller of the finer points on the uh, pinch hitter course the oh the, yeah teach your spouse, you know, what to do in the event you become incapacitated. It was excellent. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. But just his craftsmanship that he puts in his videos, his storytelling is fantastic. His airplane is beautiful. They did a look at the thing. They did a fantastic mm. job renovating it. He's just got a great kind of unassuming personality as well. His family mm. loves to fly. He's just a legit dude. He does some good animations. It's, just, it's a great channel. SoCal Flying Monkey. If you want to see some cool scenery, some very well technically well shot and produced video like mm -hmm. you'll find it motion graphics yeah with yeah <laughs> so he does a really nice job you can tell he puts a lot of time uh and yeah. energy into producing good content and uh, although i wish i didn't see as much of the ceiling and but anyway that's now we're getting nitpicky but yeah <laughs> excellent channel so <laughs> socal flying monkey and this cherokee six yeah it's some really good content all right so i'm gonna throw um I'm going to throw, let's see, I got two that I'm going to do at one time here. So one is in the chat. One Dull Geeks channel is shaping up really nicely. And I think that people should check it out. I appreciate his, his approach and seeing him get his plane and sorting that out and all that. He's got a very good channel starting and, and I think it's something that's worth watching. And he's been real supportive of my stuff and your stuff and is, is a mensch is the word. But anyway, check his stuff out. Pretty great. And then the other one I was going to say is... Hold on. Let's be fair. Okay. Let's show a clip. Is audio coming through to you, Brian, when I'm playing this stuff? Has that's it been? Negative. Oh, I should stop. Oh, wait, a little bit. I should stop trying to do it. Yeah, don't worry about the audio. There's the worst moment. I've had that moment. What just happened there? Bump smacking your, uh, getting your camera out of whack. So he's going to be like, <laughs> I can't believe they picked this video to show. Yeah. But... Yeah. Dig that plane. Yeah, for sure. Super nice. nice 140. Yeah. He said he's just a dude and he has zero idea what he's doing. That's what he just said. Good so put it on screen. One dog <laughs> geek. Uh, thank you. I'm just a dude. I have zero idea what I'm doing. One dog geek. 
That's awesome, Everybody, though. Everybody's coming up with the taglines for their channels really nicely tonight. <laughs> what was mine? I didn't write it down. Oh, see? I was just uh, screwing around on the side. Oh, that's terrible. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, let's, that's just a good but, I mean, it adds a bit of mystery to the whole thing. It's like, what does he mean? Uh, no. So that's one. And then the other um, is actually one that uh, Pilot and Command turned me on to early in my training is Backcountry 182. Oh, yes. And holy moly, in terms of actual flying and just what, I'm not sure that there's, there's no other channel where I watch it in every video. So tensed up. (laughs) I I get nervous. My heart rate goes up watching his stuff, but it's so Zen and so calm and so methodical. And there's a lot of concepts and things that he puts forth that are completely applicable to any pilot, uh, general aviation pilot. Good Lord. That's a panic attack. That's not a landing. <laughs> I mean, look at what? this. Oh my God. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to the uh, audio audience, but we're watching uh, Backcountry 182. Like <laughs> there's just, friends. <laughs> oh, just plow into this yeah. like friends, his buddies, like backyard, basically. So, but he's got somebody that works with him that does amazing drone work and secondary videography, and they get some just incredible shots. And and yeah, the video he's that you're showing is uh, one that he he'll put his warts out there about what I've done well and here's where I really did not do well but obviously he's still alive so he does okay but his but yeah he's got some really interesting things about technique especially with power on landing that are really antithetical to the kind of training mentality of chop it and ride it out and you really want to get into more really deliberate landings and I don't know the for lack of a better term, the finer points of some of those considerations, watch Backcountry 182. It will inspire you and you'll learn a lot. And I just, I don't know. I just love his whole vibe. He's so just, it's, it's his voiceover is like, he's just so chill. It's great. There's nothing showy about it at all, which I love. It's very, it's full of humility. But anyway, so those are the, that's my next round. I still have some more, but I think we're going to start, we'll start fusing together the more common ones, unless you're out of them. I have two more in my okay. list, but then I have, yeah, two more. I already mentioned one, so we won't spend much time on it, although we could. And that is Jason Miller of The Finer Points, who, in my humble opinion, is probably the greatest YouTube CFI. If you want to just learn te- technique and how to fly an airplane, and he's just such a clear, concise teacher. Yeah, really practical advice. I don't think there is a better one out there. I, I've probably seen everything he's produced. Yep. I watched his whole series and he's just, it's such a great tool when he doesn't have somebody in the plane with him. He does a lot of content when it's just him in the airplane. He's got a whole rig set up. They took the pilot seat out and built his rig where the pilot's head would be. So like that point of view camera is from the pilot seat. They were, and he actually, it's like a tree, put all of his cameras on it. So the camera that faces him, the camera that faces forward is very smart design. It's just a tension rod. I think that goes between the floor and the, in the ceiling of the plane. Yeah. But anyway, his, all of his content is fantastic. I just think he's a fantastic instructor and I highly recommend his channel really to anybody learning to fly. I just think there's a ton of value to be gained. He's a great supplement to your training. Yeah. Imagine how great that would be to go and, and uh, especially after you've done, say if you finished your private training, but you're still pretty low hour and maybe you haven't even gone down the instrument path yet to just go take a lesson with somebody like that, like a good couple of hours of just an intensive, you can just audit from another perspective that you fully trust like that. Everything that you've done so far, I have a feeling it would be really fun and also feeling, oh, I actually don't know how to fly at all. Pilot in Command says, I would love to take a yeah. lesson with Jason. That would be incredibly cool. And One Dog Geek, Jason Miller is my favorite training YouTuber, but I also like free pilot training and flight insight. I'm not familiar with either, but there's two more to check out maybe and see what you think of those. I'll throw in one real quick that's not a YouTube channel that's uh, particularly entertaining, but I'll tell you what, anybody that's been starting training that I'm talking to at all, or friends of mine that have just started training, I say, go to Cindy Hallman's channel on YouTube. 
Oh yeah. Her explanations of just the texts and the, obviously just the boring stuff that you got to go and learn when you're starting with the really basic principles of flight and just the classroom teacher standing in front of a whiteboard, explaining everything. If you watch all of her stuff, you will save so much money in your private pilot training because it really, because I found that when I was training, I, I was sometimes having to go into my lessons with my instructor and, and say, I think I understand this, but can you elaborate this or clarify this for me? And then he'd be standing at a whiteboard and explaining things. And I'm thinking this is costing me money where I'm not in the airplane. And this is something I should be able to do on my own. So if you ever feel like that, just go to Cindy. It's with an, Cindy with an I, Hallman, H-O-L-M-A-N. We'll put the link in the description. Her instructional content. It's no frills. It ain't fancy. It's a person standing in front of a whiteboard. But I found her to be clear. Just because a lot of people with these instructional videos and things you find on YouTube, it's you got to go around the world three times to just get to the damn thing you're trying to understand. Right. And she's just teaching it. There's no fluff. There's no, here's me hanging out with my boyfriend and then I don't know, whatever. Like it's just teaching. Awesome. Yep. All right. So disclosure, I'm going to, I'm going to share one and I do this channel. He's good. And he's in Texas. He flies a, also a 172. It's another reason that I found found his channel so appealing. Flies with his dad some, which is super cool. They've done a lot of things to their plane. November 80901 is the plane that belongs to Aviation 101. His kind of flavor of his channel has changed some over the years. His name is Josh. He's got people that fly with him now they're going on a lot more adventures doing a lot of stuff he fly he does some training stuff or has done some training stuff generally pretty well produced they spend a pretty good amount of energy making their content and i think it's a nice mixture of training training and also cinematography and he's collaborated with a lot of my other folks that i've mentioned already today he's done stuff with with Chris Palmer in Alaska and just a lot of people, but he's got a his he's got a certain way about him. He's ex exceptionally one of the things he gets some ribbing about online, and the online community is just brutal fundamentally. People are just you, know, you get behind. I'm gonna get on a tangent for just a second. You get behind a keyboard, and this is just about the human nature, but. Yeah. You become an anonymous keyboard warrior and then you say things you don't mean. We all have done it and you say things you would never say to another human being to their face or whatever. But he just gets a ton of grief about how precise his procedures are, how checklist thorough he is, how serious he is about every decision. And fine. Why, take that why would for, that be a thing? Why, well, why you that... know, it's just kind of come on, dude. The reality is it, it shouldn't be a thing. I told somebody last night, okay, uh, tangents to go. Anyway, Josh at Aviation 101 is his YouTube channel, Josh Flowers. Ton of subscribers. He's one of the, he's he's a legit YouTuber. He's putting a ton of, really a ton of energy into his content. And it's been, I've watched everything he's made too. But yeah, good, no, good he's, example. He's a good example of that is, so like la I flew last night and the plane was coming, the 172 was just coming back. Another club member had it out and brought it back. And it was a little bit late. And so we just pulled it. He just pulled it in front of the hangar, and so I was going to do a pre-flight right there. It was, you know, it was a night flight, so it was like getting dark. It was almost completely. It's past sunset. It was like twenty minutes past sunset, and so I'm pseudo pre-flighting, like pseudo with a flashlight and like going around the outside. And the guy's getting his stuff out, and I'm getting my stuff in. I'm doing stuff, and he's like, "I just got gas in Morgantown, and flew it's about twenty minutes north of us, or fifteen minutes. Flew it back, just filled it up in Morgantown. So I, of course, dipped the tanks to make sure they're full. And so I was having this out loud this debate. I said, well, "If you just sumped it, if you just got fuel in Morgantown, strained to check the strainers, and uh, flew it to Fairmont." And then I stopped myself and I said, but I'm going to do it anyway, because you always say like the one time you don't is the time you have wished you had factually. What I, he just got fuel, did it in Morgantown, flew it home. No, nothing. The caps haven't been opened. Nothing else happened to the fuel. Did I, did I need to strain it? You could argue, but the, I think the only way, and then we'll get back on topic. I'm so sorry. The only way you <laughs> mitigate risk that we say we want to do is by consistently doing the things you're supposed to do. If, if you just start arbitrarily not doing things, you've just cut the margin that you've built for yourself away. Yep. I think he gets grief for that because some of these guys who fly 172s all the time ask, what are you doing, man? Just go check the flight controls, fire it up and just get out there. Do you think that people, are you saying that people accuse him of sort of performatively for the sake of YouTube being? No, I don't think uh, so. I, 
I think okay. they think he. I just think they treat him like he takes himself too seriously. Look, and I but, look. I agree with you, but here's the way I look at it: is it's nobody argues with a Gumps check, and it's a verbal thing. But what you know, when you're in a 172, what are we really talking about? We're checking here. We're checking the landing gear every time, even though it's welded onto the plane. But it's not about that. And so, what it's really about is the ritual. So that's built into your habituation and your rhythm of what you do. And those are the little stop points because one day you're not going to be in a 172. And that's going to be a legitimate question. If you haven't been asking yourself that the whole time, and now it's like this new letter of a thing that you've added to some checklist verbal or not, memory or not, then... So to me, it's about the sanctity of the checklist. And I just try to think about how many people have died in airplanes, the least you can do, even if it's performative or unnecessary in your mind or whatever, just do it anyway. Yeah. What's the big deal? Just do yeah, it. Kev Kevin Schwartz says the checklists and procedures are there to save us from ourselves. Yeah. Which is true. And Ben Singer says Josh's attention to checklists is something we should aspire to. And that's the point we landed at. So the guy that brought the cap to this story, and then if you've got another one, you can do it. And then I got, I may have one more. But the, the cap to the story is the guy who brought the plane back last night that was slightly late is an ATP rated pot, retired pilot who has flown. And he said to me after I said, I'm going to sump it anyway, he said, you... It's it's just as important as this plane it is in my seven thirty seven. You're just you could just you'll kill yourself as easily in this one as you would in that one. You know what I mean? Like the point mm. is, the checklists are no more important in the airline world than they are in your own because you just you can still kill yourself. They're just as important there too. Yeah, and I appreciate also the whole the AQP platform yes. and, and just the, all of that. And I'm interested in building on what I've got as a foundation so far by building some of those because ultimately. You're trying to stay flying all the time. You're trying to stay proficient. Use those as a framework for exercises to do all the things. There's another thing I've done, which is, and actually flight chops, which we haven't really talked a lot about, which we should. I think he's probably the best. But he, years ago, was in a video talking about the book, The Killing Zone, and was talking about how he and his buddy were going to go out and just fly to get better and see how we can improve each other today. And they were using the checklist or a, a rank order kind of list in, of things in that book that are the reasons, the things that you should do to stay proficient. And so any kind of framework you can find to follow, I'm, I'm all about. And side note, if anybody hasn't read The Killing Zone, I'm rereading it right now. And it is absolutely, it should be required text for anybody that wants to fly an airplane. It's it's so helpful. It's so good. Actually, it's totally side note, since you had a little detour, um, interested in what people think about this. I was reading today, he was talking about, the, the author of this book was talking about, and I just missed this when I read it the first time, it's why you reread some things, books like this at least. But he was talking about how, based on some other accidents and things that had happened, where people had essentially lost control on touch and goes on shortish runways, not crazy short, but 3,000 feet, 3,500 foot runways, especially. He basically was saying for his, he doesn't let his students do touch and goes anymore. And I, I don't know how I missed that, but it actually, the way that he explained it really made a ton of sense. And we've, you and I have both talked about how during our training, we both had the experience of leaving the flaps down and trying to take off and nearly running off the runway and having heart attacks. I had that experience. If I had not had that experience during training and I had it now, I'm not sure I would even have even put two and two together to know what was going on. And I would have gone off the runway. But if you're taking the chance to, or if you're just, if you just take the time, I know it's not what people want to do, but do you really even have to do a touch and go, right? Like you can just put it down, taxi back, collect yourself, check everything, make sure fuses are good. You don't have to do a run up every time or whatever. Just circle back and crank up again and give yourself the whole runway and take a breath. But anyway, I thought it was really interesting. He said that he doesn't even let his students do touch and goes. I thought, wow, that's intense compared to most 99% of people would be like, there's no way we're doing touch and goes. I don't have all day. This is expensive. I don't know. But anyway, that's my detour. So I'll throw, I'm just going to throw a smattering of uh, the unmentioned, the ones I haven't uh, mentioned you yet. You almost said unmentionable. Which I know, is, right? Uh, <laughs> which is not what you meant. 
I, I stopped myself and then you, the whole point is that you just pretend like you didn't hear me almost say Sorry, it. I couldn't help it. Okay. We got the, so flight chops. I just want to, we go on and on about that, but actually one of the highlights of me even having a YouTube channel at all or whatever, I don't really have a YouTube channel. I have videos that on YouTube, whatever, but flight chops actually commented on my solo and said that I had good center line discipline. So I was like, oh, cool. But anyway, so the, let's see, flight chops. Direct him to my channel. No, I didn't even, he, I didn't even tell him you exist. He is not, he's not commented on my videos. Yeah. Maybe you should start a podcast. So no, but uh, we can go on and on about Blanco Lirio, but I think his, I really appreciate his analysis and breakdowns of things. I learn a lot from him. That's a no brainer. We talked about Ludix. Oh, here's another little deep cut. Find Will the pilot. Real. I really like this guy. He's like a total North Carol, North California kind of metalhead guitarist looking kind of dude who's very Northern California in every way, but he is dead serious about what he's doing. And I've learned a lot and he's clearly got a, a real passion for it. So anyway, Will the Pilot is definitely a, a cool one. Another one I want to mention real quick is a Skywagon University. Skywagon University, the guide just basically just gives you the complete breakdown of all these different airplanes. And I've just learned so much about airplanes from this guy. And it's really great footage from a beautiful airport, very thoughtfully produced and simple. But Skywagon University is another one. I'm just going to throw these out real quick. Two more. One is just the Bold Method YouTube channel. Jeez, they've got hour-long webinars on things that will be things that you need to know. And it's all there. Incredibly well-produced, thoughtful resources. Yeah. Bold Method is definitely one that I've watched a lot of content from. Yeah, I forgot yeah. all about their channel. Yep. Their website, obviously, is, the I think, the best. If you're studying and you need human-readable breakdowns of complex topics, that is the best website, I think, for if you're training or, or whatever. And you just need, you need somebody to explain it. There's like just the right amount of text, just the right amount of graphics, just the right amount of explaining, and then they just leave it. And But you go deeper. They have a lot of video content on their channel that is spectacular. And then the last one I was going to say is I actually enjoy, even though it's not a plane I fly or probably will ever fly, and maybe there's a lot of things about it that aren't my thing, but I do learn a lot from the guy is uh, Baron Pilot. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, a funny story I, about this guy. Yeah. Christopher, he works for, well, he's a freelancer, but he is an audio engineer, a oh, television, yeah. a television, a one. So he does live, a lot of live sporting events, mainly golf. And I, PGA golf, not, I mean, for the big networks, like the big, the masters, like big golf events. We actually worked. I didn't even know he was in the same town as me. I was oh. doing stuff for local radio from the Greenbrier Classic when it was at the Greenbrier Resort in West Virginia for a few years. I was doing statewide network radio mm. uh, stuff, live shows from there. He was there in the truck. Never saw him, of course, but he was there. Anyway, sorry, I've hijacked that thread. But he's in the same vein as us. I just thought it was actually he's an audio guy, too. He's an audio engineer for television. Anyway, carry on. Yes, Baron Pilot. Very good stuff. So somebody's talking about Trent Palmer. So yeah, 310 Pilot is good too. Yeah. So Trent Palmer is one of those, there's these certain, there's a certain echelon of YouTuber aviation people that it starts to feel like, uh, I don't know, are you selling me pocket knives or I don't know. It becomes like a, it's very cool. It's very hip. It's very produced. It's very, all these things, but I, it's kind of, there's a lot of music like that. It's, I get it. It's very catchy, but I cannot listen to it. I feel like that's how some of that stuff gets me. And then what's the other guy, Matt? Yeah. Like he's got like a video team and I find, I don't know. I, I find the more low key produced things to be a little bit more interesting than the, where it, there's a, what I appreciate is identifying with people and feeling like I am them in some way. Like right. you and I are on the same page about a lot of things and flying generally the same kind of planes and dealing with the same kind of struggles. And when you get to these people where it's like, how do they even afford to have all these, I don't know, once it, I can't even, I just can't identify with it. So it doesn't mean it's bad. It's just, right. it just leaves the stratosphere of my reality. Yeah, that's all. That's been my take on Matt Guth Miller. Three, 310 pilot was interesting. I watched he and his wife, Jamie, both air traffic controllers, which also makes that kind of interesting in the, I think the Chicago area. But Ben Singer points out, I saw this the other day, I saw their video, shocked that 310 Pilot is selling his airplane. So that is up for sale, 
I saw it on Trader Plane <laughs> the other day. He posted a video about they're selling their um, 310. Mm. So that's interesting. Oh, and then do we want to oh. close out? But before we close out, do we want to talk about the uh, the idiot guy that jumped out of the plane or whatever? Yeah, I have a few. I don't want to get. I don't want to get like <laughs> controversial and and like slanderous Super negative yeah 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 but i do have a couple that i would comment on because some of them are coming up in chat right now so people are asking about them i don't mind answering a question we're 58 about, minutes into a very obscure podcast we are 54 minutes technically or, the first okay, so five of the countdown so the odds got, of anybody got, ever hearing this are very slim <laughs> i'm not gonna knock anybody i'm just gonna say someone is asking about what about jerry wagner I don't know who that is. Okay. Google like Jerry Wagner. Look at him on YouTube. Why he's a he's an older guy out in also in California. Flies a uh, golden eagle now. He is definitely not let me be super cautious. Not definitely. In my opinion, <laughs> I would I don't follow him for instructional value, certainly. There have been things that I would consider exceptionally questionable. Exceptionally. Judgment, legality? Judgment, both. Okay. All the above. Exceptionally <laughs> questionable. Got a really nice airplane. Old guy. Just does his thing. And so he's out there. His content is there for everybody to see. And that's interesting. One Dog Geek mentions, what about Tucker Gott's Paramotor channel? A little offbeat, but I like it. I do watch Tucker Gott. And then until he grew that crazy mustache. And then I just almost can't watch it anymore. He flies paramotors around. They go to all kinds of places all over the world, all over the country. It's, it's pretty cool. He's pretty good. Someone back here asked, and I, because I didn't want to be the one to bring it up, and I'm not going to go too, too deep to rails. <laughs> Someone asked about, you were talking about people who, the Blanco Lirio channel analyzing aviation events. I thought for sure someone asked about the other dude. Oh, um, you're talking about uh, Dan Grider? Yeah, I, I did want to go. I was just going to make a real brief <laughs> comment that's I can't even with that. But I honestly, I go by. nobody asked about him. It's one of those things where like saying anything that's critical of somebody like that is just feeding into exactly what the thing is that makes it something to say something about. Right. If that makes any sense at all. It's just sort, sort of not of. worth the energy. Yeah. Oh, but, another one I forgot is uh, Zero Three Delta. Yes. Zero three Delta. He's cool. He, he trained with uh, Ludix. Yeah. Um, he's got a pretty neat channel going. He's flying a lot, renting a lot of the same planes that you saw on the Ludix channel. He has surpassed my channel now, it looks like, in terms of subscribers. Oh, no. Four, four. So by I'll delete this then. <laughs> by 20. So it's still okay. pretty close. But yeah, Gareth is super cool. He's got a great accent. He and his wife fly a lot. His wife is a pilot. And I appreciate that he's a videographer and puts a little care into it also, but not to the point where it's nauseating. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's a lot of links in the description, Chris. You're going to have your work cut out. Well, for I'm, you. I'm glad that you're going to compile all those i'm gonna compile that right right because uh, <laughs> they right, gotta so go they gotta go in the audio podcast as well i hope everybody enjoyed the final episode of the midlife <laughs> podcast. now that the work hit <laughs> that's so no funny. but and also if you guys have any uh suggestions for things you'd like us to talk about here uh ways to continue to bring you into the fold we're happy to do that we're just hanging out and then appreciate you guys hanging out with us. But we're, we're, it may look like it, but we don't have some big grand design or master plan here. We're just picking things that we would like to talk about that we would just be talking about anyway and doing it on the the uh, interwebs. So uh, Nobody thinks we have a grand plan. <laughs> this carefully orchestrated machine oh yeah i'm not gonna be able to do any synthesizer business tonight because i've got all my routing changed for because i've been actually working on some stuff so it's just falling apart over here man it's just... <laughs> there's our music to go away with i feel like there's got to be something i could do i don't know but um but do it in post right we'll fix yeah. it in post fix it in post topic suggestion getting unstuck when you're in training may or may not be relevant to me <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, we can no, talk about being stuck in training i can talk about it i could talk a whole episode about it that was uh there were some <laughs> may, struggles and it was real may 21st 7 a.m no i've definitely had my record skip in training where it's just what do i gotta do to 
make this not do this anymore. My brain, getting your brain and your body to do what you know that it should do and just all the mental stuff. Yeah, that's a great idea for, yeah, just getting unstuck. Do we have a more clickbaity title that we can come up with we'll, for it? We'll think about it. Okay, cool. And then we, the great news is that now everybody can share this podcast with all the people that we mentioned and say, hey, they said good things about you, except for a couple. <laughs> and and so cool. But I hope everybody does check out these things. We've, everybody's got, it's, as you, Chris, it is really hard and it's quite the extra effort to record and put together any video for anything, no matter how simple it is. So I try to just always appreciate that I would love to do a lot more than I do not owning a plane and being on a rental timeline. Like tonight I flew or today I flew, I had a two hour window and I was just trying to get some pattern work done. I even had like my nice camera with me. And so I didn't even pull it out because it's just, I, I can't ever make it the priority. And I would love to do more things. And I do have some big plans uh, for this year where I'm going to yeah, start getting I'm going to start. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I will have some time to flex some of that, which I've never really been able to do before. So I'm excited about the things that I'm doing. And you people should probably just subscribe to my channel and I'll start my own podcast over there. It, yeah. Put it in the <laughs> link in the description. Link in the description. <laughs> oh, this is the only link. That's the <laughs> all only the link. links. All <laughs> the links go to your page, like Aviation 101. <laughs> links to your right. Yeah. They're all like, like phishing scam type links. Yeah. But anyway, so I think we're pretty good. We covered yeah. a lot of stuff. I think yeah. hopefully it was helpful for people. Awesome. That's the wrap on episode seven. Thanks to everybody who hung out tonight in the chat. Good crowd tonight. Lots of uh, good conversation going on in there. And we appreciate you all being here for sure, making this thing click. And uh, we'll be back uh, in two weeks with yeah. episode eight. Absolutely. Share it out with people or whatever you're supposed to do. What is it? Smash like buttons or whatever. Be sure to, I don't know. It, yeah, do the things that you do. Everybody just send it to your uncle. That'll work. Uh, all right. Well, thanks yeah. for potting. It was a fun time as always. Of course, man. I learned a lot. I've got, I've, I can't wait to put this list together. Actually, it's going to be reigniting some, some YouTube interest for me. So this is great, man. I'm so glad you got back in the air last night. I got back in the air today. We're back on track. It's 2022. So yeah, thanks everybody. And Chris, you can sign us out. All right. We'll talk to you next uh, two weeks from tonight. So long.